Hello, I'm Tony, and welcome to the Tony Shap Show. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back. This week, I have Felicity with us. I'm super excited to have her on. I've been actually waiting, counting down the days. Really, I've been really counting down the days on my calendar. Every time I saw it, I was like, I can't wait to have her on here for her to share her story. So with all that said, uh, please take a second to say hello to the audience. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm, I'm also super excited to be on today. Thank you. You're super welcome. Uh, so let's dive right in. Let's start yeah. off with a one word open. If you could sh share with us, what's the one word uh, to describe how you're feeling as we're getting started? That would be great. Yeah, sure. I would say pumped. <laughs> I'm pumped. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Perfect. Let's now let's dive right into business. So um, tell us about your business. I would love for you to tell us your, our, your story, you know, how you came up with it and where you are today and where you're going. So the listeners, whether they're watching this on YouTube or listening to it on, on their phone or while they're working out or just at the office in the background, I want them to really get a good chance to understand who you are and, and your business. So please fire away. Absolutely. The evolution of Hello Ralphie really started over two years ago. I was working in New York as a software engineer and my cat Tiffany was diagnosed with cancer. And one of the challenges that I faced at that time was the fact that her appointments with the vet were always scheduled for the middle of the day. And especially at the end when really there wasn't too much that we could do other than try to make her comfortable, I started to get into this habit of calling my veterinarian. He was wonderful. I would call him in the morning. I would leave a message on his phone and say, this is what Tiffany's doing today, or this is how she acted last night. Should I come in or is there something I can do from home? Because she was so anxious going into the vet. And I would talk to my team and say, I may or may not need to go to the vet today. So I'm going to stay and work from home. I was incredibly fortunate to have a job that allowed me to work from home. But that was something that is a flexibility and a luxury that a lot of people don't have. And so I ultimately decided to kind of take that experience and apply to business school with the intention of starting this company. So the minute I got into Wharton, I started interviewing veterinarians, starting off with the vet that I, you know, the vet who, who spent a lot of time with me of Tiffany and interviewing them, trying to understand the challenges they had or foresaw with the ability to offer virtual care. And then it really just took off from there. So the minute I hit the ground running at, at Wharton, I then started making mocks and, and literally building it. That's awesome. Um, and let's talk about some recent, thanks for sharing that with us. Let's talk about some recent wins that's uh, important to you and it's near to your heart when it comes to business context. So if you had a recent win that you're proud of that you want to share with the audience and also what you learned from it, that would be great. Absolutely. So uh, I would say something that's most top of mind right now is the fact that we just closed our, closed our seed round. And of course, that's just, um, it's, this was my very first time going through fundraising. So I learned a lot during that time, um, just the, the way in which you go about fundraising, um, how you pitch, becoming very comfortable with speaking to different audiences. Uh, that was something that honestly, I used to get very nervous with public speaking and I kind of had to just get over that, <laughs> that fear uh, very quickly. And, and so I'm, I'm excited about that just because it allows us to really have longevity and the assurance that we are in business for at the very least, you know, the next 18 months though, of course I believe we'll be in business for a lot longer than that. <laughs> it's just the beginning. 
of course. That's really awesome. So let's talk about the other side of that. So if something that you would not consider a win and it, that happened to you in business context and what you learned from it. So um, we could be on the same um, page with you as well. I'll tell you a bit about the way that we actually, so how we evolved. So when we first started, the very first platform that I created was actually supposed to be a software platform that connected veterinarians with their existing clients. And this was, I'm, it was tough because right after I finished building the platform, I was so excited. And I started going around to vet practices, trying to convince them that this was the platform that they should use. And this was pre-COVID. This was actually in the summer of 2019. And so at that time, I'm not sure if you're a pet parent, but it wasn't necessarily in the behavior of vets or pet parents to use telemedicine or telehealth in any way, shape or form. Um, other than what I did with my vet, which was, you know, call and leave a message, but not really have an appointment via you know, video or chat. And it was really challenging because I received um, a lot of feedback from practice managers who generally are the gatekeepers of vet clinics saying that, oh, I could see a world in which this would be used, but not with my clinic. Our vets would never do this. And that was really difficult to hear. Um, but I was ultimately, it was great because it allowed me to then take a step back and think, okay, I'm not a vet and it's hard for me to break into that world as an outsider. And so what is another way that I can make this platform work? And in, in having that kind of taking that step back, it made me realize, well, why don't I make this a marketplace, which is what it is today. And so I don't have to worry about trying to sell to veterinary clinics, but rather veterinarians who are interested in offering these services, they can offer their services through the platform and I can facilitate that for them as opposed to being reliant on larger practices. And so ultimately it turned into one of the main differentiators of Hello Ralphie relative to our competitors. Um, many of our competitors are still very focused on um, vet clinics and offering services at, to the clinics as opposed to independent veterinarians. But definitely at the time it was, it was a hard, um, it was, it was a hard realization where I had to really think, you know, where, how can this last long-term? Wow. That's really, that's really powerful. And, um, and I couldn't not help to think about a good friend of mine. Her name is Sally. I interviewed her she's a voice coach. And one of the things that she always says that you could be the greatest apple in, on the planet, right? You could, you know, the best coloring, the best tasting, the best shape, the freshest apple, but some people don't like apples, <laughs> so, right? You can they like oranges, or just generally speaking, as a high, you know, context-wise. Yeah. And um, and when you were mentioning how you created this marketplace instead of going after them with these practice managers, and they're like, it's not for me, it's not a good fit. Well, now you create this marketplace, and people who want that, they'll go there, right? So you yeah. yeah, so so people, so you found the people who like. If they like apples, they could just come to your marketplace, so to speak, if that makes any sense. But it does. But that's really I want great. all the apples. <laughs> that's really great. That's really great. Okay. Um, what's your best advice for that founder that's super inspired and they're listening to this right now? And that person is like, wow, I'm really inspired by Felicity. And how does she do it? Like, what's your, what's your number one tip for a business owner, entrepreneur that has got a great idea? And they might have that spirit. So what's that one tip you could give them? Honestly, I think, and this is kind of cliche to say, but you have to genuinely really love the industry or the mission behind your business. 
what motivates me, even when it's really, there are days, of course, where it's more challenging than others, but ultimately I genuinely am motivated to help pets in any way, shape or form. I started volunteering at No Kill Shelters in high school and I volunteered all throughout college and after college while working. That is just, I mean, animals are uh, absolutely my, my motivation and my passion. And so at the end of the day, you know, even on the really long days or the long weeks, it's um, ultimately that that really keeps me excited and motivated to keep going. Yeah, I love that. And animals are so wonderful to us and they, they can help us. And they're always unconditionally loving us, right? No matter if you had a bad day or a good day or you raised a round or you didn't raise a round, <laughs> you know? So I love, they're yeah, I'm, a big, I'm, I'm an animal, animal lover too. And we have, we have two dogs. Um, so talk, let's talk about business expenses. What's your biggest expense that you have as of today? I think the biggest expense is personnel. Um, and more specifically, so we're a tech company and I, um, so I built the iOS platform that was the very first platform that we started offering services through. And then now we've expanded to a web app. Um, but I think probably the, we now, I'm not the only person now who writes code uh, for the company. And so paying the other developers um, is, is definitely our biggest expense. Got it. If you were to do it all over again, what would you do? What's one thing you could just look back and say, I wish I would have done more of, what would that be? Oh my goodness. Absolutely investing in a UX person earlier. And so, really? yeah, well, the, so the thing is it, um, on the one hand, it was incredible that I could start building right away but because that meant I didn't have to put any, any any of my own money towards, you know, paying someone to do that for for us before we then got funded, et cetera. But um, the downside of me just building right away was that I don't have a great UX. UX is definitely not my forte. And so the very first platform that I, the very first iOS builds, uh, when you when I look at it now, I'm so grateful that we eventually hired a UX person to help with redoing everything. And the experience is so much better now than it was before. And I think had I just invested in a UX person sooner in their expertise and realized that that's not my forte, hire someone to help with that, it would have saved, I think, a lot of time ultimately because I ended up just rebuilding everything again. <laughs> I see. I see. That's really powerful. Um, thanks for sharing that with us. So um, how about... Um, UX, that's a good one because it, you could have the best product, but if it's not articulated properly, you know, from your app, from your web presence, from your branding, all combined, and you can never raise that round or never get the client. You know, it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about a question that you um, wish more people would ask you. Like, so what's that one thing that no one ever asked you? Um, that you think people should be asking you when they're talking to you about your business and your success? Something that I think is missing in the, in the veterinary telemedicine space right now is a lot of companies aren't necessarily mission focused. Um, they talk a bit about how they want to improve the lives of vets by introducing some form of flexibility, by being able to allow and empower vets to work from home or from anywhere. But I think it's still so focused on vets as opposed to um, my passion, which is pets, and I'm biased, of course. But I think thinking uh, and thinking about using when a pet parent is searching for a telemedicine company or even telehealth or anything like that, um, or veterinary care more broadly, I think 
also having in the back of their mind some type of focus on how are you mission focused and how are you helping pets not just my pet but other pets as well how do you how do you really um, embody your mission statement that you have on your website and I wish that more people asked us about that because I'm very proud of our pot forward program where we donate a portion of all of our profits to towards the animal shelters within our pot forward program and the reason why we do that is because that genuinely is it's just so important for not just our pets but to help other pets who don't have their forever home yet get a at least have a, a better quality of life while in a shelter. Absolutely. That was really meaningful. Thanks for um, bringing that forth. Uh, I, I am speechless. Thanks. <laughs> um, how could our listeners get a hold of you? How could they connect with you online? And if you can share with us, I'll put a show notes, but if you could just put it out here real quick, that'd be great. Yeah, sure. So my email is felicity at helloralphie.com. But you can also, I'm always in the support inbox. So if you go on our website and you reach out to support, guaranteed, I see it. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. And then, so as we're coming to a close, what's the one word you could use to uh, wrap this up for us? So how's your, how are you feeling now? I know we started off with pumped. Yeah. Uh, how are you I'm, feeling I'm now? I'm still pumped, um, but I'm also grateful, really. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me and to learn more about Hello Ralphie. It's honestly, it's just really lovely to, um, you know, to have this time to chat and think through the highs and the lows and the lessons learned. It's, it's a good practice. Well, yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. And thank you for giving us a, a, a jam packed value. So I know I got a lot of takeaways personally, and all the listeners listening to this, you talked about, you know, you start off with, you know, you set the right tone by saying you're pumped, you mm -hmm. shared with your story, your why, and, you know, being cause based and doing it bigger than yourself, you know, th which is really great. And your success stories that you, you recently had, and, and also how you learn from it, and you created the marketplace. So that's a lot of, I mean, this is jam packed with value. So I'm really grateful for that. And I can't wait to have you back here again sometime in the near future to talk about new successes that you've put on the board as well. I look forward to it. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. And there you go. I hope you enjoyed it and great to have you. And thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and stay tuned for the next episode. Till next time, onwards and upwards. <laughs>